you're being recorded. Just saying. So Yay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to an exciting new bonus episode of What the Fuck? Did you just hear that? No. Okay. I just got a phone call. It's like every time I fucking sit down to do something. <laughs> All right. Let me intro you one more time. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to a thrilling new episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown, and today's guest is a dear friend of the podcast, a dear friend of mine from my favorite era of my life, college. We have Brody Murray. Hello. I'm so happy to be on this call with you or just, you know, potting with you. Um, I'm a huge fan of the show. I listen to literally every episode. Um, You really do. I literally do. Which is, that's really nice of you. I literally listen to everything. And I feel like when something really resonates with me, something's funny, I text you. I'm always just like, oh my God, I love the... um, pods of you and like uh danny pellegrino right and um yes. just, oh my god it's it's just so funny yeah you're well, obviously you the funniest person you first of all thank you for the constant love and support we've been friends for like over 10 years now so okay, you know well, let's not say that been around <laughs> <Let's... five. laughs> you're right you're 12 years old i've been friends with you since you were two <laughs> But I just want to say that one of my proudest episodes of my podcast ever to this day is our Teen Witch episode. <laughs> oh my god, where we literally like do a play-by-play of every single scene. Every like, single scene. You don't even need to watch it if you've never seen it. You don't even need to watch it. You can just listen to it, and that's the movie. <laughs> Teen Witch. It was a full recap. That was before, like, I was like. Oh, I'm going to recap entire movies as opposed to being like, let's just have like a conversation about it. Yeah. So if you go back, there's like, yeah, like literally a play by play (laughs) scene, which, and we also like smoked a little weed before, which like, I'm not a weed person, but we just, (laughs) half of it is just us laughing at our impressions of Richie. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Well, you know, the hidden gem of Hollywood, Richie, I mean. (laughs) <laughs> I can talk about that kid forever. So always, always. <laughs> I wonder what like if not Rich or not the actor, but Richie. Like, what do you think Richie would do in quarantine? Torture Louise. Oh, oh God, he would just be a terror. He would be yeah. the just the worst, probably. If there's purgatory, like if purgatory exists, <laughs> it's being in quarantine with Richie, like alone. <laughs> literally actually just being in quarantine with any member of that family in that movie, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But like Richie would eat all the food within like two days. Oh yeah. The rations would be gone. The rations would be gone. He would like put marshmallows on a pizza and like sit on it. (laughs) Just the worst thing. Um, How's your quarantine been going? Speaking of which I feel like I can't have I don't want to talk about Corona too much, but I feel like I can't have someone on my show that I haven't caught up with in a while without being like, how are you? Yeah. Um, I know. And it's kind of funny you say that because I have been reading, you know, just like some links or whatever about coronavirus. And it's so, obviously it's a really weird time. And like, you have to kind of stay informed as much as you can. Mm -hmm. But also I'm kind of like, I can't do this anymore. I can't like keep checking in on things where I'm like, it's just so depressing. And so like, 
I don't know. It's just kind of otherworldly, you know? And um, so I'm trying to like limit myself of what I'm looking at and where I'm looking at things. And, um, but yeah, it's been my coronavirus, the, uh, the, um, I didn't have coronavirus, sorry. Um, But like the quarantine part, like it's, um, it's kind of different for us because we just moved. So Mm -hmm. um, we moved from Chicago, a huge city into, and so we moved to Tampa, which is also kind of a larger city, but nowhere near. And we have like a full house, obviously, and like a yard and a pool. So we're very like fortunate for that. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm just like not leaving the house. I'm just talking to my dogs, you know. And <laughs> But I feel like you're like pretty good at just like chilling on the couch because you have an yeah. irritatingly good couch and oh, just like wow. chilling with your dogs. Did you get, okay, wait, I just want to let you know, I shouted out, I think on my Patreon, your couch like two weeks ago because I said that Stassi Schroeder should have gotten your couch because it's the restoration hardware cloud, cloud couch. Yes. It's the cloud. Um, yeah. Ah! I mean, it's, it's the best couch you could ever dream of. Um, so. Literally every time I came over back when we both lived in Chicago, I would like yeah. fall asleep. <laughs> like I'd be oh like, my God, you went. and I wouldn't I'd wake be- you up. I would just be like, go about my day. <laughs> you would just like keep drag race on. And I just <laughs> like, buried in your dogs on your couch. It was like truly heaven. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I would just let the TV go, you know, for like white noise. And so I yeah. was going to disturb your nap and I would just be like, okay, well, <laughs> and I would go like, I don't know, do dishes and laundry, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm a blast. I really feel like that's the mark of like, you're in my inner sanctum. If I can nap around you, cause I oh, nap at yeah. your house, my friend, Jessica's house, my friend, Anna, I nap around her. I nap around Clayton. Like I've fallen yeah. asleep on Clayton's couch so many times. And she's like, bitch, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's, I've just been, you know, like hanging out at the pool and just um binge watching some stuff what have you been been like what have you binge watched anything like what have you been doing I'm not great at binge watching tv which is a really unfortunate thing about me um but I've tried to watch Real Housewives of Potomac I'm like in like halfway through season three I took a little bit of a break but I'm gonna finish that so I'm ready for the new season Mm-hmm. Um, I binge watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I've okay. been really in the mood for like movies more because they're just so much less of an undertaking. Like you feel like you accomplished something by watching a movie, but it was only two hours of your time as opposed to like two days of your time. What about you? Well, and you love movies. I feel like that's like, so your thing. Um, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so I'm a big movie person too. And like, Brian isn't really I don't know Brian just like doesn't watch TV and I'm like such a TV like person I'm yeah. always just watching something I ha- I just have to have the TV going for like just background noise most same of the time. Yeah, yeah I have to like that's just like kind of how I, we grew up too same we're from, yeah we're from the Midwest there was nothing to do like we just had the TV on I don't know and yeah. so um yeah, so I love movies. I love TV. I obviously we watched um, Tiger King, obsessed. Yeah, we live really close to Big Cat Rescue, which is very weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how how close? Like how far is the drive? Like it's I think five miles away. That is truly insane. So I don't know, s- seven minute drive. Yeah, it's you and Brian as a couple have more teeth than the entire cast of Tiger King put together. <laughs> <laughs> well not anymore did you see joe's ex-husband he got a full set now 
Yes, and I just want to say that I think Zac Efron should play him in the movie. I think he'd be really good. Oh my god, 100%. Oh, but can we actually rewind really quick? Um, Your uh, casting of Tiger King is so, like, oh my god, it, like, blew my mind of Shelley Long as Carol Baskin. I died. I was like, 100%, this has to happen, like, Please just be a casting director from here on out. It's it's the comeback we all need. Like Phyllis <laughs> Neffler has taken like a 20 year nap and we need her fucking back as Carol Baskin. It's not even a joke anymore. <laughs> well, and especially now too, because she like, I, obviously she's gotten older and, but yeah, she like looks kind of like her. She's full faced now, you know, it just, oh, it was just crazy. She has that little bit of craziness that like obviously is there. Yes. Uh, I feel like if your name is like, oh, I was that was so dumb. I was going to say, I feel like if your name is Phyllis, you have to be a little crazy. But things... <laughs> but her name... Phyllis! <laughs> That's not her actual name. She just... <laughs> I have to edit this out. No have to leave it oh my god oh my god oh god her name's not phyllis shelly okay (laughs) anyways her name is shelly long anyways um okay so you binge watched tiger king you lived close to big cat rescue wait what else have you watched uh oh what else is well i've gone back and like um i started watching like 30 rock again um and oh we started watching the hillary clinton um documentary oh i've heard great things do you like it yeah there's so there's four episodes to it and um i think we're coming on to the third one now and i think this is going to be more of like the monica Lewinsky kind of scandal the third episode is um so you know we're getting into it we're getting we're getting the um juicy the juicy goods and it's actually really great because um Obviously, you know, like if we're backtracking to the election of Hillary and Trump, obviously I'm pro Hillary and Mm -hmm. uh, I've never been like a ride or die for her, though. I just was like, well, you know, lesser of two evils sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And after this documentary, I'm like, wow, she put up with so much bullshit in her life that it's literally insane. And most of it is stemming from her just being a woman. It's That's like, it's, what I've heard, that it's just, like, really wild, like, how fucking hard it was for her to be a woman in her position. I need yeah. to check it out. Yeah. The entire time. Like, all of her problems go back to basically, or all the problems pushed upon her is because she's a woman. It's just, it's kind of crazy and really disheartening. But, um, That's yeah. wild. Wait, I want to tell you something. You know what? how, like, you, like, love my dad, Jeff? Uh I, that man, yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, okay, so today, Jake and I were making lunch, and I just found myself doing an impression of my dad <laughs> at Nordstrom Rack when we were growing up. And it's like, that's the stage of boredom I'm in with all this, where I'm just doing impressions of my dad at Nordstrom Rack. So here's... Wait, what does it sound like? Okay, yeah, okay. Do it. <laughs> Hannah, Allie! <laughs> So what would, what would happen was he would want to go to Nordstrom Rack and like go shopping for himself. Like mm-hmm. every weekend he would be like, 
<laughs> you would be like, I'm just going to be like in the men's section, like looking at clothes and you guys just like go do your thing. We'd be like, okay. okay. So we would like go look at like the shoes and, you know, like the Steve Maddens and stuff. And then eventually we would just frantically hear like, hey, Annie, LA. <laughs> and he would find us and be like, where the fuck did you go? And we're like, dad, literally like you said to just go to our thing while you try on clothes. But he always thought we got abducted like every fucking time. <laughs> and it didn't stop him from continuing to go shopping at Nordstrom Rack while we were there and then like ask us to go to our own thing. But every oh single God. time this would happen, like every single time he would think we were abducted or it was like literally so fucking humiliating. And also, or sometimes like over the loudspeaker, it would be like, Hannah and no. Alexandra Brown, please make your way to the front of the store. Traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake thought it was so funny. He thought it was hilarious. He's like, he's like, it's like the end of It's a Wonderful Life when George is just like calling out the names of his kids. And I'm like, literally, it's not like that at all. Like, it was the most frantic, like stressful thing. And we're like, you're the one who literally told us to like, go look at Steve Madden's while you tried on suits. Oh my god! Well, it's I kind of want to go back to that was his favorite thing to do with you guys was go to Nordstrom Rack every weekend. My dad like needs to find a deal at all times, <laughs> but the thing is, like, he loves shopping. But everything he gets, like, like he keeps for like twenty five years. He'll be like, "Oh, oh this yeah. sweater, you know, I've had it since nineteen eighty seven. It's good quality. It's still, you know, and you know." So, but yeah, it was like that was his thing. He'd be like, "Okay, girls, we're gonna go to Nordstrom Rack." I'm going to look at clothes. Oh my God. If he was like in a really good mood, I'd be like, I found this like $15 cardigan. Can I get it? And like, if he was like feeling cool, he'd be like, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, <laughs> and given like, how traumatic it was to have your dad, like screaming your name through a store, like ha given how many times that happened to me, like I still really do like Nordstrom Rack. Well, and your dad's an actor too. So he knows projection and project. I'm sure it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. And project he did, that Jeff. Should we get into the meat of it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so everyone, we're going to be discussing our favorite music video, Walking on Broken Glass by Annie Lennox. Yes. And before we really get into like the meat of the video, I just want to know, Brody, what's your history with this video slash Annie Lennox? Like, yes. where did it all begin for you? Well, so, you know, actually talking, speaking about music videos, what do you think of, and this is kind of a side note, what do you think of all of the, like, um, kind of like pop singers, you know, like uh, Lady Gaga and Sam Smith, what do you think about them pushing back all of their new music and new projects in this time? I'm pissed off. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, I, I understand it. And, like, I'm sure they have, like, a very informed team of people to help them make those sorts of decisions. But, like, mm -hmm. I truly can't think of anything I need more right now than a new Lady Gaga album. And so it's, mm -hmm. like, I know it feels icky to promote things in these times. But I just think music brings people so much joy. And it, like, breaks up the monotony of everyday life. And I just, like, need it. How do you feel? The exact same. I think, um, I mean, this, like, music helps people through so many things and um yeah I think that I don't think people would read it too much into it like oh they're just promoting their stuff to get more money whatever I think people would be more like us like uh, just happy that they're creating new content for us to like 
I don't know, escape to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Also, I just want to say if there is one fucking ballad on Chromatica, I'm going to lose my mind because I'm like after Joanne and after Starsborn, I literally don't need another Lady Gaga ballad for like 10 years. I just want like pop bangers that I can dance to and drink to. We don't need any more ballads. Like we have we all the don't. ballads we need. We I, have all like, of the ballads. All the ballads. Like Joanne was great. Shallow. Okay. I, I just want more like hair, body, face type songs. <laughs> All my favorite songs on the Stars Born soundtrack are the Alley songs. It's when she sells out. Me too. Yeah. They're all my favorite ones. I'm like hair, body, face. Those are my favorite songs. Literally, my favorite three songs are the ones that she sells out. Like when it's, um, why did you do that? Do that, that one. Mm-hmm. Heal Me. Yes. Heal Me is actually a banger. I really like yeah, that's that. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then hair, body, face. Hair, body, face. Yeah. The three. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear you like crooning and like whining right now, Gaga. Oh, and we all know she can do it. You know, we know you have the powerhouse voice. Like we get right. it. I don't, I don't want that right now. No, I don't either. <laughs> okay. So going back to Annie Lennox. Um, mm-hmm. So my first experiences with her just in general were through, and I think, you know, we've talked about this before, but um, I was I'm a big David Bowie fan, still, uh, still, you know, I still am, whatever. And so I kind of got um, introduced to Annie Lennox through David Bowie a little bit because they were kind of always like categorized in the same way. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like, you know, culty uh, or not culty, but like they had a cult following and mm-hmm. uh, they uh, were kind of like otherworldly. And so mm-hmm. um, I got onto Annie Lennox and um, her Diva album is an album I can still to this day, just listen to completely all the way through no skips. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's where I met with Annie. What about you? Yeah. Well, I, so I feel like I have like, I'm kind of like this in general and I don't love it about myself. There are very few artists where I just love their entire body of work. I have like a few favorite songs from every artist. So I'm not going to like sit here and pretend like I'm some Annie super fan, but this song was introduced to me in sixth grade by my best friend, Anna Silberstein. And I remember looking up the music video, I think in college. And I just thought it was the most brilliant piece of storytelling I had ever seen. And So I still, like, when I'm bored, I'll watch it. When I find that someone hasn't seen it, I'll show them. Like, I just think it's the best music video of all time. And in general, like, I always, always, always prefer a music video that tells a story, not just something that's, like, a music video for the sake of being a music video, you know? That's part of why I love Gaga's videos so much. Mm -hmm. There's always a theme. There's always a storyline. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes you all the way through the music video. It's not just, like... (laughs) I don't know, someone just dancing, you know, there and just acting stupid. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so we yeah. we both love Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so what is it about, like, this song slash this music video specifically that you like? Um, I like that it's kind of like a period, or not like it's kind mm-hmm. of like in a period, you know, setting, um, mm-hmm. which we'll probably go into a little bit. But um, I really like that, the whole, like, Marie Antoinette to it. Um mm-hmm. Loved Marie Antoinette, obviously the movie with um, Kristen Dunst. Uh, uh, yeah, Sophia Coppola. <laughs> the entire time of you and Danny's last podcast when you guys were talking about Kristen Dunst, I was like, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> it was one of those her. where I was just like, yeah, I was like talking to you guys through the podcast. I seriously uh, like want to have like not a Marie Antoinette themed birthday party, but like 
a Marie Antoinette Sophia Coppola themed birthday party because just like yeah. the colors of that movie, the costumes, the shoes, like her mask, her little like black like Zorro mask painted on her face, like it's just fucking iconic. Yes, all the yeah. pastels and like mm-hmm. the little like um, and the soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack. Yes, yes mm-hmm. all of it. Um, yeah, so the whole like period kind of piece to it I really like and then it's also just like a banging song if you just really listen to the words and what she's saying it's you know she's walking on broken glass people <laughs> I know no I love this song I think it's such a banger I think it's so catchy I think it's a song that like you can literally enjoy like if you're going for a walk you can dance to it you can drink to it you can cry to it like there's just it's a song for all seasons I also and, really like the like the um where it's like dun, dun, like it's like uh, where you can like strike a pose or like you can do just like you know you're not necessarily dancing but you're just like feeling yourself. I really like that part too. <laughs> yes, and they do a lot of that in this video. Like I love the way they just like cut from shot to shot. Like the the opening establishing shot is just a bunch of like hot Victorian looking people like posing with their fans, like looking shady, looking judgy. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. It is really good. Um, so I, I had a question. Did you know, so I was looking at just like background to this music video and they, it's labeled as, well, the video is labeled, the setting is labeled as a salon night. Have you ever heard of that before? I, I think it's like a French thing, like a salon. Like, I feel like it's <laughs> like, in, like, isn't it supposed to be like an artist's like get together type thing? yeah it's like i forgot the actual meaning let me see if i can find it really but i always thought it was like a reception from a wedding so this makes way more sense well so i think it's also like they it it is a wedding because he's um labeled as the groom um that's his character name is the groom Mm -hmm. so i think it is a wedding but i also think it's like a salon night and so yeah it's here it's a gathering of people under the roof of an inspiring host held partly to amuse one another and partly to refine the taste and increase the knowledge of the participants through conversation so it is it's just like a reception so it's like it's like a little get together kiki like come on over here's my like hot young wife and let's all just like have a conversation about it Yes, I think this day and age it would be called a kiki. <laughs> okay, so Annie finds herself there with House, aka her date. What's his Hugh name Laurie. again, the actor? Hugh yeah, Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Hugh Laurie uh-huh. does iconic work as her date. Like he's, I would argue, maybe one of the highlights of this music video. <laughs> he is. He is a really good one. And he has a little heart on his face, which I really thought was funny. Yeah, that was cute. But do, didn't that mean he had like, a disease or something. What was that? But that back in the day when they had hearts. <laughs> I thought that was just like a cute little like Sofia Coppola touch. Like I didn't know that she directed this, but like, I didn't know that there was a meaning. I thought it was just to like, like a little, my little pony, like little no. heart. No, it was like, um, they stuck it on their face to like hide. Um, God, it was like, it's like a disease, like to hide it. They would do like a little like sticker, like thing like that. You're bumming me out right now. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it was it, it was a really dirty time, too. <laughs> yeah, that's why in the new Les Mis, I was like, y'all took this too far. Like, I don't want to see people's, like, teeth routing out of their faces and, like, pox on their cheeks. Like, I just want my musical the way I want it. Well, that's the way it was, though, girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you better accept it. Um, well, I also want to say, too, that John Malkovich, Illinois State University alum, is... <laughs> 
Oh my god, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> and he's so hot. Like I, f- I don't find him hot in general, but I find him to be extremely sexy in this music video. It's a power thing. I think it's like a dominance, like sort of thing that he just kind of like. I don't know. It's just a thing that he gives off, just kind he of just, everything he does. Yeah, he just exudes this like strong, silent, kind of brooding energy that's like, I'm a fucking amazing lover. And because I'm so emotionally broken, you will spend your entire life chasing me down. Yeah. Yeah. I think like so, his too. vibe is like every crush I had in college. <laughs> I know. I could see that, honestly, though. I really could see that. Well, and so the the concept of it is like Annie Lennox is like for a lot of the video, just sitting with her date in the corner, like being like my date's bugging the shit out of me, but I'm just here with him to flex that I'm fine because my ex lover is showing up with his like hot young bride. And it's her basically just watching them together being like, oh my God, I can't believe what's going on here. And being like, wait, he kisses her neck. He used to kiss my neck. Like it's about this douchebag who just like ditches her for a hot younger girl. And pulls the same moves that he did on Annie, which is a very real thing. Yeah, very much so. Um, The, you know, the bride is actually really pretty though. I don't know. Is she in anything else? Do you know of? I don't know, but I literally made a note. The bride is so chic. She's very, she's very chic and just so pretty. And like her face is just so cute. Um, Yeah. So I would really lose my shit if I were Annie too. (laughs) I kind of like this, like, um, this thing that they set up with, just with, like, their wardrobe, though. Yes. The bride is very, like, obviously she's in a white dress. She has little, like, baby's breath in her hair, you know, the flower in her hair. And just, like, is very, like, pure and whatever. And so, and then, like, Annie's over here with, like, a red velvet, like. Yes. Full gown. She has like one of those like head wraps on. <laughs> like blood red velvet, head yeah. to fucking toe, a red lip, like just narrowing her eyes, fuming the entire time. The entire time. And just looks so like venomous a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so funny. Like the two, the difference between them that they already and, set up, you know? Yeah. And then most of the other people at the party are in like pastels as well. So, you know, from that first establishing shot, like Annie is the odd girl out and she doesn't give a fuck. Like she actively made the choice to wear blood red velvet from head to toe to be like, I am here, bitches. And y'all are going to know. Yes. She wants to be noticed and she wants his attention. Yeah. And he does not give it to her. And truly nothing is more excruciating than being at a party and having the guy that you want not only not give you attention, but give another girl attention. Like one of our favorite songs is Dancing by My Own or Dancing on My Own by Robin. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. It's a full Robin energy. Yeah. I mean, well, that's just that's that music video actually another great music video and just great Mm -hmm. song um but yeah it's definitely that energy for sure um i also wanted to ask have you ever had so i thought the in the little moment where he kisses the bride on the neck and then it cuts to a clip of him doing the same thing with annie in bed have you ever had a moment where you've like caught an ex of yours pulling the same move with someone else after you honestly no because And I'm going to (laughs) sound, Brian is really the only person I've ever dated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So no, I never really had any of those moments where, you know, like that, like the, I don't know if you want to call it jealousy or just like, Hey, they used to do that with me. That's kind of fucked up. Um, I think it's so fucked up. It's like, don't be a one trick pony, like rack your brain for something else romantic that you can do with the new person you're dating. Yes. 100%. Like don't just fall on your, you know, go-tos or whatever, um, things that have worked in the past. Cause guess what? They always aren't going to work. So yeah, I could see why like that would kind of like make her feel kind of shitty. Shitty. Well, did I tell you what happened to me? Because th- something like this has happened to me before. No, what happened? So, do you remember my college boyfriend who was very theatrical? I think I dated him after you were done with school. You had already left. Did he play an instrument? Uh huh. Everywhere he okay, went, yeah. he played an instrument. He was like the fucking like rooster from the beginning. <laughs> from the beginning of Robin Hood just walking around (laughs) strumming all day long okay yes that's what I'm getting that's what I'm getting at yes okay yes I do know I do know said person it's like guess who with like ISU edition um I wish there I really want to make like a board game of like guess who ISU edition that would be so fun um and it would get really vicious really fast um so anyways yes yes, I do know he when we dated would leave like post-it notes like all over my apartment like in the refrigerator in the cabinet just being like I love you like you're beautiful you know just like little like affirmation notes all over and I thought it was the most romantic shit I had ever seen and then fast forward to like a year later we like had an early breakup he starts dating another girl that we went to college with and it was like of course like someone who I had always thought he had a thing for and then he dated her immediately after me so like you know it is what it is I think I know and I think I know who it right Mm -hmm. but she so they moved in together pretty fast and she posted on Facebook like when your boyfriend like puts post-its around your house and I literally was like ah I was so pissed not because like I wanted to get back with him but because I was like you fucking one trick pony like yeah You know, in this situation, I don't think that takes anything from you. I think that actually makes him look bad. It's like you're actually doing, you know, this really cute, kind gesture or what we think is. um, And you're kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of is weird. And it made me feel bad for her and honestly any like future girl he dates because like, oh, this guy like has like a bag of tricks and he's going to pull out the same tricks over and over. And it sucks because like you're on the receiving end of it thinking you're having this like beautiful, sentimental little thing that's just your thing. And it's like, no, this is just a thing that he does with whoever he's with. Oh. Shooketh. Shooketh. So So shooketh. I know what I know how Annie's feeling. Also, I under I identify with Annie in this entire video because she's feeling some type of way. She wears like a very ostentatious outfit to try and get attention. And when that doesn't work, she resorts to getting sloshed on wine and just like sitting in a corner getting hammered and like shooting dirty looks, which I've done many times. Well, I think I think everyone has done that. (laughs) (laughs) And there are a lot of really iconic dance solos while this happens. Yes. Do you yes. have a favorite part in the entire video? Because I do. I like when... Well, so I really like Annie Lennox's just kind of like awkwardness because she is kind of an awkward person at times. Mm-hmm. And it's like the part where she, you know, pulls him aside to 
to talk with him finally and just kind of like see where he's at and just like to like, you know, come clean and be like, Hey, this is where I'm at. I'm not doing good. And so they're like, you know, she pulls him off and she's kind of like pleading with him and he just like, doesn't get the message. And, um, it's one of those, like, she just like throws her arms. I love it. Cause she's like, it's like, she's defeated, but she's also like, fuck this. You know what I mean? It's like that like trigger point where she's like, uh, I'm done with it. Yeah. She's like, I, it's like, you think she's done with it. And then she's actually like, game on bitch. Here I go. Like I'm going in now. Like I will not accept this defeat. I'm going to try one more time. That's actually my favorite part of the whole video too, though. When it's like, and if you're trying to get me down, you know that I'm a lead. Um, and he's just looking at her like, please shut the fuck up. Please just like, don't embarrass me. And she doesn't give a shit. She's like, I know that you'll succeed. She's like getting all up in his face. And then, yeah. And then she does that. The music goes like, dun, dun. And when she does that, she like, like, she like bangs her fists on her like thighs. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And then she comes back in and she's like, now everyone on us is made to suffer. And that's like her last attempt at like setting this entire salon ablaze mm-hmm. and making her point before she yeah. leaves. Well, she always had, you know, and that's something that uh, like a Lady Gaga or like someone like this kind of mm-hmm. shares. And I think that's what a lot of people appreciate is like a theatricality that musicians have and they can like translate that to music videos or like you know it's not just a song it's like a it's just the rendition that they're doing is just you know just theatrical I don't know how else to say it um Annie Lennox is really good at that yes and that's what's so interesting about this video and part of why I love it so much is because our lead character Annie is very much flawed like she doesn't Mm. deal with this in a mature way she has an adult temper tantrum the entire time and yet you're still like rooting for her in the end you're like I want this to go the way she wants it to go now if I were Annie's friend in this video I would be like you can do better than this guy you don't deserve someone who's gonna like ditch his bride at the very end of the music video to take you back but that's pretty much what happens yeah that's actually a really good point like what kind of person is he if like he literally just got married and now he's leaving her (laughs) yeah like he left annie for the like young hot girl with the baby's breath then at the end like annie has a temper tantrum and he's like you know what you're right sold to the woman in the red velvet and then he meets her at the bottom of the stairs and then takes her away and she's like woo i win (laughs) i do like all the takes of that though where he just like like, keeps like spinning her around yeah and you yeah, know he that the director's like, keep spinning her. <laughs> yeah, and John Malkovich's face is kind of like, because like, I bet that dress was like 80 pounds. He was probably like, holy shit, I'm like a theater guy. I'm not used to having to lift heavy things for real. And so he's carrying this like 80 pound dress with like Annie in it. And he's probably like, okay, did you get it? Did you get the shot? And she's like, what? Yeah. They're like one more. Um, but actually, you know, now, now that you say that, that dress was probably really hot, like to be in. Because, yeah. you know, they have those lights, they have, you know, the cameras rolling. Mm-hmm. I bet it was so, I bet she was sweating like a pig. And she had that giant thing on her head and yeah. everyone had like white face makeup and like powder. Like, I bet it was kind of a nightmare to shoot, actually. Probably. Do, do you think she had powder on her face or is she just that white? <laughs> I think she had powder on her face, but I also think she's very white. <laughs> oh, she is. <laughs> um, I, but she's I like will say so pale, but like, that's also like 
part of her like otherworldly vibe where she just like leans into being really fucking pale and kind of looking like an outer space creature, but like in like a hot, cool, artsy way. That is true. Um, I also want to say I, part of why I love this video is because so rarely do we see like the quote, like psycho bitch win in the end. Like it's usually like, you know, the coca, I don't know. I don't know. That's probably not true. There's probably a lot of like arguments to what I'm saying right now, but I digress, but I'm just saying it's refreshing to see the emotional loud, like brazen woman get the guy in the end, as opposed to kind of the like basic meek, quiet, polite, like boring hot girl. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, she's tenacious and she's bold and a lot of guys, you know, um, might find that, you know, not what they want from a woman or whatever. Um, and they might want to go with like that meek, you know, that gentle, she's easy to just like get along with blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of people might not, a lot of guys might not go for that where John Malkovich is like, you know what? Yeah. Sign this me up woman, for the ride. <laughs> yeah, this woman is more my speed. Well, I was watching an old episode of Real Housewives of New York, and it was like season two, and Luann's giving Bethany like dating advice, and she's like, "Well, you know, my love, you must switch things up because a lot of men don't like you know loud women." And Bethany is like, "Uh huh, okay," and she's looking at her like, "This is the most antiquated dating advice of all time." But like, I so I'm so appreciative of like women like Bethany and Annie Lennox in general, and also Annie Lennox in this video, who like pave the way for like loud, bold women to feel confident being loud and bold, and knowing that like those are sexy qualities, and there are guys who find those to be sexy qualities. And if that's who you are, and a guy doesn't find that sexy, then he's not fucking for you. So true, and you know that Luann advice is such bullshit. Um, I think. <laughs> But it is, though, because, you know, a key, like, one of the keys to a good relationship is communication. And, like, if a guy just wants his woman to, like, like, not talk and not speak her mind, like, that relationship is not going to go anywhere. Like, women should always be speaking their minds, always be letting their, like, always letting their voices be heard and being celebrated for that. Yeah. And, I mean, I've gotten, like, I've had people argue with me about this before, like, as far as like, when do you really put all your shit out on the table when you start dating someone? And like, I don't really think there are any rules. Like, I think it doesn't really matter when you do it. If the, if it's, if you're, if you're being yourself and you being honest about who you are is what's going to drive that person away. It's not going to matter if you put it all out there in the beginning or six months in, but I believe you should just fully put your shit out there from the beginning because then if the person chooses to stick around and they're not freaked out by it, at least, you know, like, wow, I can actually trust this person enough to try and build something with them. Whereas if you like act like the coquettish bride with the baby's breath for the first six months, and then you get fucked up one night and then your Annie Lennox and the red velvet comes out, the guy's going to be like, what the fuck did I sign up for? I didn't even know. Ain't that the truth. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. So lead with your inner Annie people. That's what I say. Just always communicate and be honest and just be open. And, you know, you might not have to get to where (laughs) level Annie was. (laughs) But when in doubt, just get fucked up at a party, make a scene. And like, you never know, it might go your way. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you might get the result that you were looking for. (laughs) You might find John Malkovich waiting for you at the bottom of a staircase with a powdered wig, ready to lift you up and twirl you 80,000 times. And run away in his carriage. 
Sounds pretty nice. Sounds pretty tempting. You know, sounds like a dream that some people, you know, <laughs> might get. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts on this music video? Um, I just, I love it. I love Annie Lennox. I think, you know, if you're not familiar with her, definitely get familiar with her. Um, well, it was in the 90s, right? So God, that was, oh my mm-hmm. God, a long time ago. Um, <laughs> a is- minute which is kind of scary, but, uh, yeah. So like, just get familiar with her. She's such a cool person and such a cool musician. And, um, yeah, I just love her. I think she, um, paved the way for a lot of women in music just in general and whether it's pop, whether it's rock, you know, I think she expanded many, um, genres. So she just paved a lot of people for a lot of women, uh, in music. So loved it. Love her. I love that. Yeah. And I, my final thoughts are, I think because I think what's been tricky about being in quarantine is there's this overwhelming amount of content where everyone wants to weigh in. I'm like, you should watch this. You should binge this. You should see this because you have nothing but time. And I find myself getting very, very overwhelmed. And that's why I love returning to my favorite music videos because they're just like three minute little journeys that you get to go on that elicit some sort of emotional reaction and response that are just, they're quick, they're easy, they're fun to share. And they're not as overwhelming as being like, oh God, I have to binge this entire series today. So I have my list of like five favorite music videos that I return to. And this is always number one, because I just think it's a blast to watch. And I think you should what, all do what, it if you haven't already. Five? I want to know what the other five are. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So this one's number one. I feel like they're all pretty much just like Lady Gaga videos, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, Lady Gaga, Mary the Night. Lady Gaga, uh, Judas. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, fuck, 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 fuck. Am I lying to people? I'm like, I have five. I think it might only be three. Those are the three that I definitely watch the most often, though. Yeah. Those are good. Those, mm-hmm. and speaking of production value, those all have great production value. Yeah, I would say like one of my favorite activities is just like picking an artist and going down like the rabbit hole of their music videos. And I would say my two favorite artists to do that with are probably like Britney Spears and Lady Gaga, just because the catalog is so big and their videos are so iconic. I was just, oh my God, I was just watching old Britney Spears uh, music videos and I was just like, oh my God, she has done a lot in her lifetime and Mm -hmm. she just has always created like good pop music. And that just like is cannot be denied, you know? Yeah. She's a true pop queen in every sense of the word. And I'm thankful for the Madonnas and the Annies and the people who came before, you know, Gaga and Britney and everyone else who like paved the way and -hmm. created space for like this kind of content. Cause it truly just like saves me. And I want music videos to make a comeback. Like I want Mm -hmm. them to come back the way they did in like the early two thousands. And I don't know if that's kind of a tall order right now, but I hope, my fingers are crossed. I think so. I think it will. Um, and I think it's really important to have celebrities or musicians, whatever, keep creating content, even like, like podcasts, like you making podcast episodes. Like I won't just keep continuing, continuing to do it because it's really important for people, especially like right now where, you know, some people may have a little more time on their hands or whatever and want to start something new. Like this is the perfect time and you guys help 
other people escape from their reality just for a little bit, you know, and I think it's really important that you, everyone keeps doing it. If you're, you know, whatever, musician, podcaster, actor, whatever, um, keep doing it because it's really important. We do really (laughs) need art in these crazy times. And with that being said, Sam Smith, Lady Gaga, can you hurry it the fuck up, please? (laughs) Brody, where can people find you on social media or do you even want them to? Social media is not really your bag, but is there anything you want to plug? I honestly, like, I don't even have really any social media. Um, so I'm probably like the worst person to have on this podcast. That's a lie. I had a great time. But yeah, so I just, I'm living my life uh, in Tampa with my dogs. <laughs> That's I love that. <laughs> hey. I love that for you. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, if you don't uh, follow me already, follow me at Hannah Brown on Instagram and Twitter. And please leave the podcast a review if you would be so kind. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Love you so much. Thanks for having me. I love this podcast, obviously. So oh my God. thank you for being here and thank you for being a friend. And guys, Duh. we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.